Welcome to the Divots Lawns and Life podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Jones. Uh, this this episode, I wanted to go back and revisit Rattlesnakes. We'll call this Rattlesnakes Part 2. So many stories with it. Working on golf courses. Spent 15 years working out in the desert on golf courses. Uh, people's intrigue level on rattlesnakes. Unbelievable. It just, no matter where you were on a golf course, once you'd been at a place for a long time, everybody you saw, especially a private club with members, that they would come up to you and, hey, you seen rattlesnakes? Or they'd tell you what they saw. And they'd say, hey, I saw a, a seven-footer over on number 16 tee box. They're stretched all the way across the tee box. I almost called you, but I didn't. You know, it was, I mean, working at a golf course, just, uh, I mean, seven footer, really, probably three and a half. Just double the size. Uh, you didn't want to break people's hearts, though. Some people you knew well, you you, you, you know, you'd give them a hard time. So seven foot, seriously? So we had the world record out there, huh? Uh, I doubt it. But it's amazing how when you look at one, and that's how a lot of times I think that their handicap was good, uh, their golf handicap was good. You know, those uh, those one and a half foot rattlesnakes were probably like, you know, eh, it's a tap in, right? If uh, actually they actually if we flip it around the other way to where you made them putt out, um, but the one and a half footers that they're giving their buddies. Or actually, three footers and they didn't give them to them. We'll call that the the reverse rattlesnake uh, tap in rule. Uh, you gotta make your putts. Uh, but so you'd see a lot of rattlesnakes and and um, I saw a lot of them. I said only there was only a few times where I ever uh, was the rattle gave the alarm to you know back up you're in my space and that was early on i remember the first one was early on in my career walking to an irrigation box and the irrigation boxes are out in the desert they try to hide them away from things for the most part when they're constructing a golf course so they're not in the visual of the golf hole and then if if the construction company fails that that the golf course maintenance staff gets put in charge of doing that later on uh, but i remember walking up to one um, and hearing this buzzing noise and just kind of looking around and whoa, it, it was a little small rattlesnake which people say that the, the small ones actually you know are more venomous than the big ones which I'll agree with maybe we need to talk about that on a different podcast but uh, it was a small one and it was rattling and it um, got my attention and, and it never changed over the years to where when you were walking around or, or walked up, that when you saw a rattlesnake, it made your uh, heart skip a few beats. It was like shotgunning two Red Bulls and chasing that down with a with a uh, couple of espressos, maybe like a maybe like a Red Bull and dropping a shot of two Red Bulls and dropping a shot of espresso in there like a boiler maker. That's how fast it would get your attention. It didn't matter how tired you were either. Um, it'd be a good way to just like start the morning at work when your crew comes in. Just throw a rattlesnake on the floor and, and say, hey, we ready to go to work? I don't think OSHA would probably allow that, but it would get everybody woke up and get their attention. Um, so 
seeing so many snakes, I was kind of intrigued to see. I never saw one. I'd seen snakes that had a... I'd seen other snakes, right? Um, eating something, right? Smaller snakes, uh, gopher snakes, eating a rabbit. That had caught a rabbit and a rabbit was squealing and they were in the process of eating it. But I'd never seen a rattlesnake actually in the process of eating something. I'd seen them with a big lump in their belly uh, where they just recently ate something. So I wanted to see one and then I started thinking about how well, what happens if, like, so you catch this, you find this snake, and it's it's in the process of, let's say, eating a rabbit, and it has that rabbit about three-quarters of the way down, right? Everything goes head first. So it has that rabbit about three-quarters of the way down. Could I go up and just pick that snake up? Is it in a vulnerable state? With Because it can't bite you. Because its its mouth is full, right? So, and I thought that would be a cool story to tell because you know, telling cool stories is is fun. So, I was on the lookout for it, and I thought, you know, I talked to a few people, my my snake experts, uh, that I worked with, and I was around the club a lot, and. Ask them what they thought. And they well, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I bet you're right. I, I don't think they could, you know. I don't, I, I think you could do it. And so finally I see one. I find a rattlesnake in the wash. It was on number four tee box. I remember. And it was eating a rabbit. And it just started. So I had to sit there and wait. And I waited. And I watched it eat this this rabbit and I had a snake stick right we carried a snake stick around with us to move snakes because that's what the golf course maintenance staff did we were in charge of snake relocation so I let this snake start eating this bunny and I'm sitting there watching it nature happening right hashtag uh, nature happens and so it gets to where it's about we're three quarters of the way down. So I go up and I I just kind of start with the snake stick. And that thing it thing it puked up that rabbit in about half a second, right? Maybe two seconds, second and a half. It's just like two bleh, bleh, and that rabbit was laying on the ground and that snake was putting his jaws. Nope. Mission failed. That ain't happening. You're not going to grab a snake while it's eating something. Uh, Self-defense always wins. I just thought maybe it was... I thought maybe there was a chance. So if anybody's ever wondering about that or asking about it, no, ain't happening. Um, a couple other things I saw that was cool was this guy, uh, uh, Mario, he was an irrigator for us. He stopped me and he goes, hey, I just saw this... Uh, he spoke Spanish, and he was telling me in Spanish, hey, I just saw this little uh, conejo, this little conejito, little rabbit, uh, run across the road here, and it just kind of sat here, and it just, like, fell over. I said, what? You know, and he showed it to me. I thought, wow, that's kind of strange, you know. He said it just, he was telling me in Spanish, you know, it took, like, its last, you know, couple of breaths. It ran over here, it took a couple of breaths, fell over, and died. Oh, you know, that's strange, right? 
And so we, we leave. I come back, and I had to turn around and go back to the shop. And it was maybe a minute later. Well, here's this damn rattlesnake crossing the road. A, a rattlesnake had bit that. It had bit that rabbit and, you know, injected him with venom. And the rabbit died, and he was coming to eat it. So that was pretty cool. And then there was another time um, I saw, I got some pictures on the website on uh, divotslawnsandlife.com. If you look down in there, I think I got a picture of it. Uh, it's like a little baby gambles quail that was, I, that I'd caught. If you would see them all over the place in early summer running around. And, and when they were out in the grass, they were just little bitty babies. And they would just fall down in, in the rough. They couldn't run, so you just pick them up. And they were the cutest little things you'd ever seen. But I saw this one, and I remember it was behind 16 Green. I saw it, and, and they were always, you had the mama. I don't remember if the mama and the daddy or just the mama. Might have been both of them. Uh, but you just have these little little suckers running around behind the mom, and there'd be, you know, 6, 8, 10, 12, however many, 15, 20, however many eggs they'd lay. They were just running around all over the place behind their parents. And I saw this one, and it's just laying, it's just kind of sitting there in the rough behind 16 green, and kind of did the same thing. And I stopped, and I picked it up, and I looked at it, and watched it, you know. It was sad. I watched it take like its last couple of breaths in my hand. I thought, well, you know, this is a bad day. You know, to see this little guy just, you know, pass away right here in my hand. Now I look at it and I see um, two fang marks. It wasn't, you know, mark. It was just two little dots where there was a little bit of blood coming out of them, right where like the fangs had hit it. And I look up and here comes this little small rattlesnake across the cart path toward it. Uh, I only saw that a couple of times, but I mean, strange, strange thing. Uh, watching nature happen right there in front of you. Another good one was, I remember, this was, this was the closest I ever was to a rattlesnake, as far as I knew. So we were redoing this tea box uh, the end of this practice tee box and leveling it out. And so we had the transit out there, like a laser level that was shooting, uh, you know, it's spinning around and shooting this laser and you hold your thing out there and you tell what the grade of the ground is and all that stuff. And there was like a, a yellow box that the, the laser was in. It was the size of like a, a toolbox or like a tackle box. And... We we were working on it and we'd gone to lunch and the toolbox is laying there open, like the lid is flopped open, and we go to lunch and we're working on it for a while and we're we're wrapping up the day, and so I go over there and I I put the I take the laser level off the top of the the tripod that it's on, and I go put it back in its its tackle box. And I flipped the lid shut. I remember reaching and grabbing it. Reaching and grabbing the lid and closing it. And locking it up. Turning around. Walking back to get the tripod. And I grab the tripod and I walk around. And what is laying right next to the the the, the box? 
probably a, you know a three three and a half foot long rattlesnake and that sucker while we at some point had slithered over there and climbed under that lid and I had reached and and I'd reached and grabbed the lid I mean my hand had to have been inches away from this snake he never rattled it never rattled um <laughs> that was I turned that was a day when I was lucky um and that got my attention too but there were so many good ones with um I can remember I kind of quit messing around with them with, with snakes you just saw them and and, and let them be but there was I'd seen um, some caddies, uh, a few golfers. I know a guy in the golf shop that had actually you know stood on top of them on accident, and you know they didn't get bit by him. But there's a few more stories for you about rattlesnakes. Um, I wouldn't recommend messing around with them. I would say that they're um, you know. They're not as they're not as bad and as mean as people make them out to be, but they are definitely they definitely deserve respect. Check me out on at uh, Turf Poke on Twitter. Check out the webpage. You want to see some of these animals? I got them up there. www.divotslawnsandlife.com. Thanks.